Colette will be responsible for teaching you how we do things here. Listen, I just want you to know how honored I am to be studying under such a... No, Ulysses, I just want you to know exactly who you are dealing with. How many women do you see in this kitchen? Well, I... <laughs> Only me. Uh, Why do you think that is? Well, I... Because Haltoisin is an antiquated hierarchy built upon rules written by stupid old men. Rules designed to make it impossible for women to enter this world. But still I'm here. How did this happen? <laughs> because, well, because you... Uh, <laughs> because I am the toughest cook in this kitchen. I have worked too hard for too long to get here, and I am not going to jeopardize it for some garbage boy who got lucky. Got it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, episode 61, Girl Hall Wants to Take Mister. Ten minutes out. I wasn't talking to you. Oh, sorry. You're... Amy, Chef Amy. How long in that... Uh, steak mister. Eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I told you. <laughs> All right. I am your host, Bobby Stills. Uh, Johnny. Johnny Tunami. Are you here? I'm here. You're president accounted for? Yeah, I'm just trying to turn off the, uh, whatchamacallit on my phone. Okay, whatever. Uh, okay, so we have two guests. This is part two. I hope everybody listened to last week's episode. It was part, part one where we started talking about uh, misogyny, sexism, and sexual harassment in the kitchen. But I thought it was unfair for us to give our opinions on that subject when we are, uh, in fact, both male. Too handsome. Males. Uh, One of that. Is pretty yeah. handsome. I mean, what do you call me? Fat? <laughs> Son of a bitch. No words. Uh, would you ladies like to introduce yourselves? Um, Ellie? <laughs> uh, yeah. We got a shy one on our hands. I am a little shy. Um, my name's Ellie McMillan. I'm the sous chef over at Cantonetta in Wallingford. Oops. AKA Queef Boogie's boss. <laughs> 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 Once again, Keith is not in studio, man. He's never in studio Our anymore. fearless leader who's supposed to be here helping us with this podcast, he'd be letting us down, man. You know, he's got other responsibilities. And babies. A family. Plus, he's always hungry. You know? He's always hungry. <laughs> he's just a giant baby. Uh, so, Ellie, do you want to tell us how, how uh, I'm not going to ask how old you are, uh, but uh, how long have you been cooking? Uh, 16 years. How, nice. long, how long have you been at Cantonetta? Seven or eight months. Do you want to drop some other restaurants that you've worked at? Sure. Um, I worked at Betty for a few years. I worked at Crow. I worked at uh, Purple in downtown. I worked at Smith. I worked at Short Term Pinchos and the Gerald and some other places that I'm probably forgetting. I guarantee we have some common homies. (laughs) Is Pinchos the ones that's spelled like P-I-N-T-X-O or something? Yeah. I've always wondered how you say that. Pincho. Like Pincho. Pitixo? By the way, Clayton is back there. I don't know if you you know that. Mm -mm. Yeah, Clayton is back there. They wrangled him back. Whatever. Okay. Uh, Miss Amy, how do you say your last name? I was messing. I don't want to disrespect your uh, heritage. Bomier. Okay. Amy was a previous guest and a very good friend of mine. I'll probably like episode 15, maybe? maybe? 12? 15? 12, 15. Wait, we go way back. Mm -hmm. We go. Shut the fuck up. Early. So gross. Uh, (laughs) Okay. So before we get into the shit with uh, sexual harassment and sexism and stuff like that, uh, we're going to bypass the... Uh, work updates because I really don't got shit to say. Same old shit, different week for me. True. Uh, but Johnny, how's that job search coming, buddy? 
It's going very well, sir. Can you speak into the microphone? Uh, it's going very well, sir. Yeah, what happened? How's uh, those stages? It was good. Uh, I stodged at uh, Solare, and uh, I took the job there pretty quickly because um, Eduardo Jordan is pretty awesome to um, interact with. So he was nom- or he was named uh, Best New Chef for Food and Wine last year. He was also the first black chef to ever be, um, to win that award. So, uh, you know, it's pretty cool, especially with um, how I was saying how there was a lot of weird racial tension going on at my last job. Um, this place was very... Uh, Afrocentric, I guess you could say, which is super nice. And so I'll be helping him open uh, June Baby in the next few weeks, which will be on 65th and 21st in Ravenna. Um, and it's going to be a pretty classic Southern restaurant. Um, he's basically going to be working with different farmers in the area to be growing specialty items that he'll specifically use uh, for his restaurant. Um, one of my favorite things is he had a Maya Angelou poem on the door of the uh <clears throat> of the restaurant so you know you see the menu you see all this and then you have you know a powerful quote um on there as well so i'm pretty excited about that other than that shit is just regular amy did i know you didn't want to give a work update you just be in there slinging them chocolates though yeah lots know, of chocolate you be making so much lots good of cakes. yeah what's up with that now i don't really know you much as a like a pastry or mm-hmm. chocolatier or you know dessert queen um but all of a sudden you've moved back into the back of the kitchen and started mm-hmm. making desserts and chocolates. What's up with that? Did you just find a knack for it and just go with it? I've always done it at every restaurant. I think that not everyone knows that. So I, I do both. I'm not saying you slice. She made truffles at fucking Bell and Wheel all the time. I always do the line. So. Yeah, but that's what you're doing now. Like yeah. for, for it, it passes the time while I'm working on the project. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we'll get yeah. in, we'll get you back in here for that. Yeah. Um, work update. I don't think you want to give a work update. I don't. I don't want to give a work update. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then before we started talking about, um, yeah, part two of this uh, episode from last week, uh, I just wanted to go over the James Beard uh, semifinalist uh, for the Northwest. Johnny, take us away. Take us away. Take us away. So, um, what day was it? February 15th, 2017. For all you busters out there on the East Coast, <laughs> uh, down in NorCal and SoCal, we repping up here in uh, Seattle. We're repping. We're doing some big things. So, uh, we got our James Beard semifinalist list here, um, <clears throat> and it's pretty cool. A lot of people uh, I know on here, so it's pretty it says chill. 2016 had a slightly larger field of 22 contenders, but... It is what it is. I think there's, uh, you know more room for improvement here like these are pretty real deal people so anyway um best new restaurant this year got was went to no anchor and from seattle and upper bar ferdinand um i don't know the chef of no anchor so i can't really quote on that but upper bar ferdinand is matt Dillon. yep amy do you know the chef at uh, no anchor uh, jeff vance and he worked at spur i think Oh, Dana and Brian. I I thought I I thought I saw him in the kitchen. I just Mm -hmm. I went there last week for the first time, and you just ate there. Yes, last night. Last night, night course beer dinner with Holy Mountain. Oh, Holy Mountain did a dinner Mm -hmm. there. They did a collaboration, Mm -hmm. and it was all pairings, right? How many courses? Nine. 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 I thought I saw him in the kitchen, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if it was him. You can kind of see it off the off the mm-hmm. street. That's down in Belltown. It's uh, Linda's uh, rest, uh, new restaurant from or beer bar from uh, Rob Roy. The Dershine? No. Oh, okay. I don't know Linda's last name. Uh, but yeah, 
Anyway, go ahead, Johnny. All right. So next is uh, actually one of my favorites is the Outstanding Baker. Um, went to Evan Andres of Columbia City Bakery in uh, Columbia City, obviously. Um, I really love their bread. They do a mean-ass baguette. You're a baguette. <laughs> And it begins. All right. So next up is Outstanding Bar Program. Uh, goes to Canon in Seattle. What do you think about that? <laughs> uh, does anybody else have any comments about Canon? I've never been to Canon. I love so. Canon. Do you love Canon? I love Canon. That's Capitol Hill, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm going to leave. I went. What do you think? No, I went there. I had a great time. I went there. I've been there. I went there when they first opened. I love their program there. Great bar. Great selection there. The prices have went through the fucking roof for a cocktail. I remember when they first opened up. You're looking at between nine and eighteen. Maybe was top show, top top of the line. Mm-hmm. Now you're looking at anywhere from I think their standard Manhattan is nine dollars, which is a great deal. But now it goes all the way up to like thirty six dollars for a cocktail. Do they have that like top top shelf though? Yeah, I mean, it's delicious. I mean, I went there, but I made a really good friend there. Uh, the uh, Chris behind the bar, he was, you know, he was like, it's nice to see somebody in the industry mm-hmm. here. He, they treat industry people. They, they'll get you, tell me you're in the industry, they'll hook you up. But uh, it's just always so packed, man. It's hard to get mm-hmm. in there. It's a small space, too. Uh, it's, yeah, food there's good, too. Mm-hmm. But great bar program. Uh, I'll give it up to Ken. It's probably my favorite cocktail. Well, they're the only wow. semifinalists for Outstanding Bar. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'll be all right. Go ahead, Cannon. Get it on. All right. So Outstanding Chef. Um, this one's actually pretty cool. So we have Matt Dillon of Sitka and Spruce. And then Blaine Wetzel of Willow's Inn on Lumi Island. And I think that he... It's going to get there. Anybody been there? Anybody about the Willow's Inn? I mean, no. I thought about going. Yeah, That's due to the travel time <laughs> and the thinking. amount of money you would have to spend and then stay there. No. Now, our former co-host here at mm-hmm. Grohalon State, Mr. Miss uh, Hello Echo Hawk, uh, we talked about Lummy Island. Uh, so you took like a class trip there with she a restaurant. with Altura for she, there. Yeah, the chef Nathan um, Lockwood. 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 Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Amy worked there. Worked mm-hmm. for a little bit. But uh, he took him out there. And actually, Blaine Wetzel was the one that actually showed them the kitchen and took him to the farm. And uh, she just could not stop talking about it until I wanted to punch her in the face. Because <laughs> I was like, are you trying to make me jealous, yo? So I'll make it there one day. One day. Island is amazing. The island itself is beautiful. It's tiny. So you've been so, there. You've yeah, been, been to the island. island yeah. But not uh, there. I mean, there's some stuff going up on those islands lately. Mm-hmm. I've been reading about, you know, people are just moving here and then going, fuck the city. I'm going to go move this island. Will let me do anything. And of course, they have the clientele on those islands. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah, if you live out on those islands, you probably got some dough. Uh, Anyway, so outstanding uh, restaurant goes to Cafe Juanita in Kirkland. I've never been there because I don't really go to Kirkland. So I've read good things. I've heard good things. Anybody? I have not been to the new remodeled location that she has, but I went to the old one and it was perfect. It is a perfect restaurant. Perfect restaurant. That's highly from you. Yeah. That's it, and that's true. She she eats that good, good. <laughs> uh, outstanding restaurant tour that goes to Ethan Stoll of Ethan Stoll Restaurants, Seattle. So that'll be Staple and Fancy, Tavolata, um, Belltown, and Capitol Hill, Anchovies and Olives, and he has a few others. He also does like what Red Cow. Uh, 
There's a bunch of them. Brambling Cross. Yeah, Brambling Cross. Yeah. Brand? This is beer bar. He does. I I looked at his on his website. I was like, God damn, dude, you got like ten restaurants. They, they treat their people well too. Yeah, they yeah, offer I, benefits. Yeah, I, I was I was very tempted to work there. Yeah, he's uh, been going ham on social media. We're I gonna saw. Be, we're gonna be talking I about. I know. Commenting. I, tried to, I tried to get him on. I sent him messages and stuff he, like that. Uh, he read them because I saw it. He's a busy dude. <laughs> I mean, he's down. He's gonna. He's thinking about running for city council. Oh, so I would support that. He's a good dude. He, yeah, well, he would probably help this He'd restaurant. He'd flaming people. Yeah, it's so hard. <laughs> I'm like, damn. And then fucking uh, Josh Henderson is like going ham on people, too. Uh, anyway, so Outstanding Wine Program goes to uh, Canless and Wild Ginger. I've never been to Canless. Been to Wild Ginger once. Pretty good. I've never been to Canless. Are you kidding me? Come on. That's like a Seattle That's Seattle staple, man. I'm, I'm fine without that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't drink wine either, so I'm probably not I, the best. I mean, you don't drink wine? No. Dude, you do. Come on, man. Step your game up, dude. I'm all right. You're about to be a. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Almost, dude. <laughs> Almost. It's fine these days. We're already past the, the hump, if you would. Anyway, uh, outstanding wine, beer, and spirits professional goes to Wayne Carpenter of uh, Skagit Valley Malting. Burlington, Washington? Yes, it's Skagit Valley Malting is the name of the company. Oh, okay. Burlington, Washington. I was like, I've never heard of that, so. Yeah, so he's out there making spirits. Making spurts. Um, This one's cool. Rising Star Chef of the Year. Um, A chef age 30 or younger who displays an impressive talent and who is likely to make a significant impact on the industry in years to come. So we got Maximilian Petty of Eden Hill and Brady Williams of Canlis. Maximilian is a freaking boss. Freaking fucking <laughs> dude he has like so he what he's like 26 27 he has his own nice really nice fine dining restaurant uh and a kid and yet he does it all and he doesn't drink but he does the pairings as well he doesn't drink no he's not a drinker yeah well good. i imagine if he was drinking at work all day he couldn't uh you know have a family and run a successful restaurant Johnny. that's true but he's young as hell i'm like get it bro amy did you get to meet him no no. But I did eat uh, a seven course seven tasting course. menu, I think. See, one Something day, like people, that. if you guys, you know, focus, you can he, go to He came like into Amy. Art at the Table one time. He's super nice. Bought a, brought us a really nice bottle of uh, sherry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Best Chef Northwest. There's a lot of these guys now. <clears throat> so, we have Eric Donnelly of Rock Creek and Flint Creek in Seattle. Uh, Mike Easton of El Corvo. Eduardo Jordan whoop, whoop, of uh, Solare <laughs> and soon to be June Baby. Um, Kotaro Kumita of Wataru. It, is that the place right next door to Solare? I don't know. Oh, there's like, a, there's like a super <laughs> fine uh, sushi place right next right. to Solare. Did that's you ask her because she's Asian, Donnie? Racist. I, no, she just eats food all the time. Racist. <laughs> anyway, Nathan Lockwood of Altura, Sean McCrane of Copine, uh, Rachel Yang, and Seif Chur- Churchy of Jewel, Seattle. Churchy. Churchy? I'm going to say Churchy. 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 That is the list of our representatives from here at the upper left coast. Woo-woo. Um, yeah, I just want to let everybody know uh, what was going on, and we'll update you guys when they come through. So you know where to eat at if you want to be like. Uh, like you you oh. should just be eating there anyway. It's tough, man. It's really tough. I've been to hell of these places, or I'm planning on going to these uh, places, but uh, gotta have that money. Yeah, 
Okay, here we go. Uh, now time to get serious. Okay, last week on the show, hopefully everybody listened to last week's show uh, where we talked about, uh, what was the name of the article? Uh, it was, man, why do you got to pull this up on me when I'm... Dude, you're supposed to be my... Shut up. Uh, it says, I'm a restaurant owner. Why aren't my peers as disgusted about sexism as I am? Yes, and the writer of this uh, article, uh, her name is, uh, what's her name? Jen, Jen Ang? Something like that. Yeah. Um, it's fucking here. <laughs> did you email her? I did. I emailed her and I hit her up on Twitter. And uh, I probably should have checked my Twitter before we went on her because she might have hit me back. She's Just very, text your boy real quick. Or I could pause Jay her. Jay Yeeter, photographer. I could pause her. I could pause her and call it, like, <laughs> like throw me that number. We'll Skype you in real quick. But anyway, she had you know made a big stink. Is why is everybody not, does it not, is it not a big deal about the sexual harassment and the sexism and misogyny in the kitchen and me and Johnny both agreed that uh, we cannot give uh, you know the full um, our full opinion without inviting some women from the industry at least here in Seattle um, I, I don't think they can speak for uh, the entire country or the entire restaurant industry but they can only speak for a Seattle so ladies uh, where would we like to start? Did uh, I know that you did not listen to the show, but you did listen to the show. And uh, any comments about what me and Johnny had to say? I, there's a lot to say. Uh, Johnny, when you read the article, you sounded really angry. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I was think just, you're just focused. I was just pissed just, off like, with the day. Pissed. Okay. We, but we good. We good. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I read the article. I listened to your, you know, episode last week, and it's. Oh, I'm so riled up before. I'm not riled up anymore. <laughs> uh, and I agree with, with part of it, of course. You know, a, a lot of strange and not nice things have happened to me in the industry in this town. You know, I've never worked in any other towns. Uh, and we'll get into specific stories, especially ones that I think Robbie and Johnny know because we used to work together. But I don't know. I, I know the point she's trying to make, and it's that hard line of when is a joke not a joke. Mm -hmm. And it's really, like in the sort of fun, hazy sort of ways that we work together in kitchens. I don't mean actual sexual assault or hitting people with towels or burning them or, you know, throwing stuff at them, because that's obviously a problem. Yeah, full-on groping is definitely and that's, not a joke. Well, <laughs> that's not a joke, Robbie. <laughs> oh, bang, bang. Um, yeah, I think that my whole issue with the subject in her position is, you know, we all know that, that that's what you expect in that in the industry. And that's what it is, getting into that industry. You know, that the industry has not changed it, and they're trying to change it. So it's expected. And I don't want to say that you have to have uh, skin like leather and be able to assert yourself um, against men, but it happens to males too. You know right. what I'm saying? And I don't think it's acceptable, but it happens. And so until that culture changes, you know, what can someone do? You know, what is to be done? Well, you do have to have skin like leather. I mean, there, there's no way around that. A woman in a kitchen, especially in a line with all men, if you want to prove yourself and you want to be just as tough as they are, you have to be three times as tough, ten times as tough. That's real. I feel that. And that doesn't happen to men. Uh, I think that's, see, I don't just think that's true. Don't. I don't, no, I, don't. He can't help himself. It's just the way he is. You know. I mean, see, I don't. And, think, we, and that's me excusing your behavior. I, but you're a good friend of mine. Yeah, but yeah. see, I, I don't. I don't think that's true. 
I don't think that's true because I think that uh, guys get it get hazed more than women. Um, I but it's not about hazing. We're not talking about hazing. We're talking about the day to day. We're talking about sexual harassment, which is different than hazing. Not just sexual harassment, though. I'm talking about misogyny and sexism, right? And so there's this dichotomy there of where it's like uh, you can't treat the woman in the kitchen like this because she's a woman, right? Because it is looked at as sexual harassment, even though it is not sexual harassment. But you will treat a guy the same way and sexually harass him and 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 do worse things than you would to a woman. But because it's a woman, you won't do that to them. You know what I'm saying? I want you to give me an example. I was going to say, really? I, no, I, I have I would, not like, seen as like pulling, the, pulling your dick out online and pulling your balls out and showing it to a, to a new kid or whatever and just trying to gross them out, right? I, I, I'm not I, saying that. I, I, <laughs> I have never experienced that. I, I have. You're a fucking liar, Johnny. You're a fucking liar. You have seen a, a dick and or balls or an asshole, an open asshole <laughs> online before. At company parties when Robbie's up oh, on the stage. Sh- <laughs> I thought we If I've seen any <laughs> asshole because somebody out. has like plumber's I'm crack sorry. or something like that. <laughs> You walk back there. I mean, you know, people do that kind of stuff, you know, but you're not going to do that to a woman. You know, you're not going to do that to a girl that's in your kitchen. At least I wouldn't. No, you're right. They, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't do that specifically. You're right. But they would. That's very gender Corner specific. a woman and suggest things and and ask for things. And if they don't, they don't. I mean, there's there's different ways of sexual well, harassment, yeah. and women's sexual harassment is, and we we are taught as women not to put ourselves in situations that are confrontational. We we are taught to back down. We are as as girls, we're told to be girls. We're told to be polite. We're told strong women can be scary. Well, that and there. So on my the last episode, and that's exactly what I said. Is I was just like. I don't know. The girl made a comment on there about how somebody grabbed her boob or was grabbing her ass. And it's like in a kitchen, right? You have many fucking knives around you, right? Or why can you not grab a fucking plate and smack it over somebody's head? Because then she's a bitch. And well, unfortunately, then she gets fired. Yeah. yeah. And unlike a male who gets to be an asshole, a woman can't be a bitch. I mean, I work, I've worked with so many men that are such assholes and they get away with it. But a woman is a bitch and nobody wants to work with her. If she's strong and she can stand up for herself and she can be a bitch. And then she opens her own restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> That's how this <laughs> industry works. You know. Well, my question is, is how like how much of being a bitch is actually, you know, like I've worked with plenty of, of women in the kitchen and I usually have, you know, we usually have a good time. Uh, I have I've had one experience that rings in my head where I worked with a lady and she just literally just like. She lied on me all the time. She was just like always up my ass for no reason. There was there was nothing to it. I would be the nice, most cordial person I could be Man to her. Hater. And she would just literally she just literally ride my back all the time. And then like as soon as I'd be like point out something that she was doing, she'd be like, Well, no, 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 that I was like you and stuff like that. I've had, you know. Well, so but you wouldn't take that one circumstance with that one woman and say that's how all women are. Oh right? no, yeah, not yeah. at all. So no, I mean no, I no. feel like that maybe it might just be a special circumstance. Okay, word. I was just making sure that but that's what I was saying is like it's when women act a certain way in the kitchen, sometimes people perceive it as they're just that way all the time. Right. Um 
And it's unfortunate because guys can be assholes because that's just in their nature to be assholes. But yeah, you're right. When a girl acts like a bitch or something like that, then she's just labeled as a bitch. But it's also good to make sure like if you're going to be that way that you have your, you know, Amy's barked at me a couple times online, but after work and stuff like that, we kick it and we, you know, we find out that we're on the same level, but when it's coming down to cooking, it's time to cook, you know? Um, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I was just trying to share an experience that I had like trying to figure out like sometimes do you think you you guys take it a little too far or is it just because you feel like that's the way you need to be in order to get respect in the kitchen what exactly do we take too far uh just like not i'm not gonna say being a bitch this is just tough like, i know what this you're is talking tough. about yeah just like I posted about this on my taking the attitude too far i right, guess you could say right. you know so i'll give you an example that i posted on my social media and I would happen to be in the walk-in with every male line cook. They would all happen to follow me in there and rub up against me. Mm. And then when we're on the line, I would ride them about every single thing. Because there's no other way for me to you know, get my point across. It's like, you want to rub your gross whatever on me in the fucking walk-in, you know, that I'm going to tell you your, your food looks like shit. What are they doing this purpose? The were they doing this purposely? Yes, uh, Robbie. I mean, I'm not talking about like hot pan and then you accidentally bump my No, no, no. I'm just saying, butt. I'm saying they, they, you know. was, they followed you into the walk-in yeah. and they surrounded you and yes. they cornered you. Yes. And then your way of paying them back was to... Tell them that they were shit cooks. But, and they were seeing that. Okay, well that was I, true. So, and so that's, but that's what Johnny means is like, you know, why would somebody act that way? Well, that's the only thing I have in the kitchen is this. that I'm better than right. And that is that is the, the final you know? the, the the final answer is I'm be, I be I am better. I'm better. I I work and I harder have to be better. And I prove myself. I prove to myself that I am better daily. Understood. Okay, I like that answer. I'm not going to say you guys are wrong because you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the issue last week. It was like it, it's it's a fine line that you walk. I can't speak for any woman in the kitchen because I've never been a woman in the kitchen. I know that I try to treat everybody with, res- with respect, but sometimes you know even I cross the line, and I don't know where that line begins and where that line ends. Well, you just do that in life, though. But you should know where that line begins and ends. As soon as the woman either becomes uncomfortable or gets angry or it should be obvious and and any any decent man should know that just because they're in a kitchen doesn't mean that the line becomes fuzzy yeah but see the, the issue is, is would that you treat a woman that way outside I, would, I wouldn't treat other I wouldn't treat other humans that I treat online the way I treat some people in a kitchen online. you know what I'm saying <laughs> you see that's what I'm saying and so here's my issue with it is like I'm gonna treat you equal I'm going to treat you just like I would treat any other guy. That's the way I am. And I think that, you know, some people, some things get said, some actions get done in the kitchen sometimes. And it's not, it's, they're not doing it. They're not doing it because uh, it's a woman or it's a black guy or whatever, or it's a kid or it's an immigrant or anything like that. They're treating them just the way you would treat, they would, they would treat anybody else in a kitchen. But the perception from that other person is it's because I was black or it's because I was a woman or it's because I'm Latino. Well, that becomes very personal though, because if you get to know, I mean, I would think that everyone gets to know their staff, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there are certain people that I joke 
openly with. I sex jokes all the time, lewd comments, whatever, ever, all that stuff. And I feel very comfortable doing it with those people. Yeah. But there are other people that if they did that with me, it would you know not, that's not cool. It would right. not be okay. Well, yeah, there's always like the new guy that comes in and then he's like, oh, I want to be cool with the line. And so he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Look yeah. at her boobs and stuff. And you're like, yeah. bro, we're not there. Like, <laughs> like homie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the most fucked up thing too. It's like, you know, you joke around in the kitchen about a girl and, you, and you'll say, and it, it's okay to notice you know how well a woman looks if your boss you know is a woman very pretty you know and then there's always that one person in the group that takes it too far and says some really fucked up inappropriate shit and it makes everybody else in the kitchen uncomfortable and then that then put, it gets quiet and shit that's right and then you disperse very quickly those aren't just sexual comments either it's race it's, oh, yeah. it's religion there's always the one right. person that takes it that step too far and everyone gets like awkward well then there's then that line has been crossed and and it's the other person doesn't even know about that the woman doesn't know about that and so then you have this personal conflict inside of yourself because you know you you have a personal relationship with that girl and it's like what do you do you know what do you say what 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 are you supposed to do that's some inappropriate fucked up shit you know there's been Just jokes say about that then you know it is that easy i mean think about the three of us worked with someone can I say that person's name? Go no. for it. Oh yeah, fuck it was, him. It was, it was Riyadh, you know, for the people oh, that worked. Oh, you, yeah. you didn't know he was. He would, you didn't know he was going to say would that. Cat call all of the servers. He would call them, you know, pet names. He would do it to me. He would tell me that rape was legal where he was from. He would <sighs> brag about the fourteen-year-old girls he was having sex with. This is like a forty-five-year-old man or fifty-year-old man with a child. Yeah, uh, and so. When he decided he was not going to listen to a woman because I was the chef, mm. he would do some fucked up shit. And so then I would reprimand him all the time on the line because he was a shit cook. He really was a shit he cook. He was well. a shit cook. <laughs> and then he would also yell at our executive chef all the time and say, God bless him. I remember he made every single one of the <laughs> servers uncomfortable and would right. be, he, I remember him telling one server that he wanted to take her away to like a private island so they could do things. And I would have to like, and I was friends with her um, and I would have to be like, don't don't worry, he's not gonna do that, you know. And I was like, I might take you out there and we can have some fun and like, you know, go swimming or something like that. Strictly dance. Why did he? Why did he still have a job though? That's my question. Because we had no cooks. But that, that's there always was the answer the is one, that there's no one else. Yeah. It's always it's and always I would rather case. work three times the amount and never work with someone like that again. I Johnny, we, he used to call you the N word. Like, yeah, I, I can't, think we like, all with a hard use, R. Like I <laughs> with, with yeah. that harsh R though. Yeah. Uh, I think we all wanted him fired, but you know, I mean, who was going to fire him at that point? I just pushed until he walked out because yeah. he wasn't going to listen to a bitch and then he, like me. And then he came back trying to get his job. And they were like, nah, doc, you can't work here no. anymore. Uh, I think it was just really tough because especially since we didn't have our head chef in the building all the right. time, it was hard to prove how bad of a guy he was and how offensive he was being. And a and lot of the time people didn't speak problem. up. But yeah. that is like, the problem. You don't yeah. believe me. The yeah. owner who I, you know, still talk to the owner, he knew it was a problem and he was like, just take care of it. So I did. I took care of it. Well, that's, that's what we have to do. Exactly. Yeah. But then what we're, we're not looking at, it's. We're looking at women who are in charge, but my hardest struggle was when I was not in charge. I'm yes. not in charge really right now, but uh, the the harder years for me were when I was just a line cook 
And mm-hmm. the guys, they were ruthless. I mean, like you said, the guys that would, well, I was the line cook and I would get locked in the freezer oh. with guys and they thought it was funny. And I was young and uncomfortable and didn't know how to handle it. And I, I knew no one would do anything. So you just laugh it off. You think, oh, oh, they're just being boys. It's just funny. But inside you're like hating your job and you want to just cook yes. and you want to mm-hmm. just do what you do. But there is this battle every day you go in getting called sweetheart, getting called like, like not that it has anything to do with being Latino, but things in Spanish when I don't yes. speak Spanish very well. And but you know what those words some, are. Yeah, and I know what they're saying. <laughs> and they're laughing. You know and it's and like, you know what they're saying. And you know. Yeah. So that's when I had the harder time was when I was just a line cook. Now, okay. now Same here. being yeah. able to just tell someone to fuck off and, and know I'm, I'm right is easier. Yeah. But when you don't know, when you're a young kid and you're starting out and you're the only woman in kitchens for a long time, well, especially, I mean, I think recently it's it's gotten to the point where people are act- actively trying to speak out on this sort of thing. But yeah, like five, ten years ago, uh, it it probably was, you know, much worse and people didn't speak up about it and everyone thought it was A-OK. And, I, you know, I've been locked in a freezer, not with other people, just locked in a freezer. Yeah. So I thought that's where you were going. Did Robbie lock you in a freezer? <laughs> a lot of people have locked me in a freezer before. Sorry, <laughs> it's, it's all right, you know. Uh, but... You know, I hope that in the future that we're going to get better at this, you know, it all takes people just speaking up about it and shutting people down. You know, like when somebody locks you in a freezer with another dude, just be like, you need to get the fuck out of my way. Totally. You know, and I wish whether I you're a line cook. Yeah. You know, whether you're myself. a line cook or not. No. And that's why we're having this show to all the listeners and all the people who have experienced this and don't know what to do. You're not going to lose your job for standing up for yourself. Let me just tell you something, too. If you. That that shit was to happen nowadays. Back in the day, like uh, you know, some years ago, it it was par for the course. It happened all the time, and people didn't lose their jobs. You were told to harden up, deal with it. It's part of the restaurant industry. But nowadays, if that shit happens now, that's a fucking that's a lawsuit. Well, is it though? I yeah. mean, I people are winning lawsuits about in restaurants. In restaurants, that's yeah. News to me. I didn't know about that. I mean, it depends on what type. <clears throat> what type of restaurant and who you're suing like you can't sue a company if they ain't got no money you can sue the person i guess but i mean chipotle had a super large lawsuit for a, um, a teenage girl who was being harassed by her older managers mm-hmm. and she got awarded like 1.7 million that's corporate we're talking yeah no corporate. exactly I mean, so when you go smaller it's it's corporate. yeah it's tough to i don't know what you, i don't know if i've heard of many lawsuits that come out of the smaller kitchen um you know a lot of times people just end up quitting or you toughen up yeah or you learn how to say fuck off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in your own way. Yeah. Or you're like Halil and you throw fire at people. Jesus. <laughs> or you get violent. You throw burning things at people Hello's to get been them. throwing yeah. fire yeah. at people? Mm-hmm. Not where she's at now. We don't know where she's at right now. Maybe we shouldn't speak on it. <laughs> Before they like, hey, you didn't chill. Like, we're going to die tonight. Tuning into it live. Um, so yeah, what is up with Halil? You said hello. When is hello, hello wants me to say some things for her some thanks well just her experience you know and not at any particular job necessarily but just in well, her she's, in her career she's you know. pretty active about those sorts of things no and that's this is the thing about hello she has been raised by very very strong strong women yes and she is very vocal mm-hmm. and sticks up for herself 
and she still doesn't know how to deal with these situations. So I can't imagine being a young woman coming into a, a restaurant and having her first job and even looking up to somebody in the industry and then having that person say some of the things or treat you a certain mm-hmm. way, what that kind of that effect has to have on your mind. I will say she needs to be careful about what she says to random people on the bus because that's how you get stabbed <laughs> or shot. <laughs> that's just real talk. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I understand you're trying to protect people, but at the same time, you don't know what's going on in that person's mind and they can just, you know, snap on a, on a second. Because I've seen many a stabbing on a bus <laughs> in Seattle. So out of the kitchen and onto the public transportation. I'm just saying, man, watch out for that metro. Motherfuckers be crazy. Well, I mean, that's the thing is like, uh, well, I'd be more worried about some of the women because uh, people in the restaurant industry, when you get like badgered all day, sexually harassed all day in the kitchen, and then finally when you're, and you have to deal with it at work all day, and then finally when you're just like trying to get home or you're at a bar trying to have a drink or on the bus trying to get home and somebody starts trying to hit on you, man, uh, you know, and they got their knife bag with them. Oh yeah, snap. Well, my question is, this I just, just popped into my head before you go on to hello. I wonder, you know, cause when you're, when you're working in a kitchen, um, do you guys think that you get a lot more of this sort of treatment because you guys are are kind of are smaller yes because i know that we've worked with several like you remember heather that's a huge bitch heather Heather was heather was a a monster um, nobody would fuck with heather because she would stomp okay perfect example though (laughs) perfect example you're telling me that (laughs) i don't even say it is i'm afraid she'll find out (laughs) you're telling me that she didn't like harass dudes did she? Yes. She loved that John Paul. And she loved Michelangelo, too. I well, pretty- everybody loves Michelangelo. Well, that's what I'm saying. But the, the, then segue into, I'm not going to lie. I've used my sexuality, too, you know? I mean, I'm not an unattractive person, and I know that. And in restaurants where you work with all men, you, it is an advantage for me. And I, that's, I suppose that's not sexual harassment, but I've definitely used my smallness and my looks. To Feminine get, ways. To get help on things or but if you, you need know, help or, you need help like yeah, if you were a dude if you would need the help you know I, but that's uh, uh, like, like, I, but if you I know can't reach saying, things right? like, like, like ticket yeah. printer she's talking about her fellows. she's not talking <laughs> about getting reached up and grabbing me that can of oil she's talking about her helping with that prep list <laughs> no no I'm actually not I, I would never that's not what I meant I guess I um, I know that I can be charming yeah and if a guy was I was able to or I still can ease tension in kitchens and and but maybe that's just personality and not yeah I mean I always find it Amy was always good to talk to in the kitchen you know she's kind of the sounding board right and I feel like a lot of women are I feel like that goes for maybe no yeah but then maybe we're just getting into the definition of different sexes and not so much sexual harassment yeah yeah, like I also I, think if it's a race thing because sometimes I've worked with a lot of black women in the kitchen. Everyone's like, Psh, "Don't fuck with her; she'll definitely fuck exactly. you up, no matter the size." Because you know that that they'll fuck you up. You know what I'm saying? But if it was somebody else, they're gonna, you know, try to try to make moves on them. You know, it's a, it's a, it's there's a weird. I mean, I don't want to say there's a gray area, but there is this weird area, like area. where you're. It's just up for debate, and you just don't know because you don't know certain people's upbringing, and some a lot of people assume certain things because of the way you look and because of the way you dress. Like, I mean, for the longest time, I didn't even know Amy had long hair until we hung out after work one day. I was like, what? Oh my god, have you ever gotten? Oh my god, you look like a girl. <laughs> all the time. I get that all yeah. the time. In fact, I think I got that today. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. Well, okay, so let's move on. Um, so, Halel Echo Hawk. Yes. 
She wanted to spit she some flame. Wanted to say some things. Hot like fire. Some advice for maybe those male cooks out there that don't know how to act right. Oh shit. Oh. No, just basic things like Ill. it's not okay for a man to tell a woman to smile more. And I totally agree with that. And yeah. I've had jobs where I'm told by the general manager and the owner that I need to smile and be pretty. That has nothing to fucking do with how I cook food. Or you look prettier when you smile. Is I it? get that one a lot. But I don't. I look stupid when I <laughs> smile. So like, let me just have my bitch face, you know. Uh, she says, I've had my ass grabbed so many times I lost count. Does that happen to you? Uh, not the intent or the, like the straight up hand on yeah. the ass, but I've definitely had a lot of the accidental like oh did I just or the boob graze the well boob see but I've had my ass that. grabbed a bunch and sometimes they <laughs> take it too okay, far Rob, you like plenty of space <laughs> yeah, you well, know and like suddenly they're right there well, and sometimes all of a sudden I've, yeah, it's like, just touched my breast it's like is there a finger in my butt all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck just happened and then I get upset because I'm like that's way too far you just got real close <laughs> That's happened multiple times. I'm like, I think you did it one time, tiny, Robbie. Tiny line. Listen, man. I, I, I know. Listen, I, I'm about equality. I violate men and women in the we kitchen. We know that. Okay? You know, and it has nothing to do with, it's not sexual at all. Uh, you know, it's more like, uh, hey, uh, send me a message. I'm the dominant person right now, and you must su- submit. That's still harassment. Then. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like I mean, but that's, that's yeah, exactly. That's that, that's what's with Robbie. But though, there's you know? a certain level of harassment that goes on in a kitchen. That's you know? true. I think, but I think like with the way that you do things and stuff like that, it becomes it's. I guess not. It becomes okay because we know you on a personal level, and we know that all the things that you do it aren't meant malicious. So it's all context. Yeah, I think there's a lot of context because, you know, if you know someone's gross and you know leads a weird lifestyle and they start doing those sorts of things you're like what you trying to say well i was i was kind of talking about riyadh but uh you know that okay. that that's a sexual predator yeah like you know like they have those weird sexual tendencies and you're like all right that's not okay or like if a new guy comes in and he's trying to be all buddy buddy and he does things it's like no you need to build a rapport with everybody before you can start or before you can you know attempt to do those things but with Robbie he kind of just breaks that barrier down and you kind of fall in love with him over time (laughs) (laughs) and you you accept it but he doesn't mean any of it maliciously and and it's just tough because you don't I think for a lot of guys they don't know where that line is well you you were asking what the advice would be for young cooks out there right like the, the guys out there that want to do better the problem is, is that the majority of men that work in kitchens don't want to do better. They don't want to be better. And that's where the, the, the problem is, is that because it's it's almost like a fraternity that never ends. It's 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 a boys club and boys clubs don't mm-hmm. want to break up. They like being the boys club. And I also think, though, I think the level of where you're cooking at, I'm not going to say like your restaurant isn't good because it is, but I've worked at uh, a lot of, uh, <laughs> no, well, because I worked Shots at, Shots fired. No, because, no, 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 I'm, but listen, listen to what Next I'm saying, because shut the fuck up, dude, listen to what I'm saying. So I, when I worked at Oddfellows, you know, like that, yeah, they serve good food, but the caliber of people that you're getting into the kitchen, they're not the caliber of cooks like when I was working at Art of the Table. Level, level of professionalism. Yeah, level of professionalism, yeah, you know, where nobody drinks or smokes and does that stuff and they're all about their job. But when you ha- when you work at a place that, you know, kind of just hires random people all the time to fill in gaps, then I feel like sometimes you you get those types of people that, that are that way and that don't want to be in the boys club. But 
Well, so then the advice to them would be to be aware of their surroundings. Be aware of that. Be aware that their actions affect other people around them. That that just because they want to be cool and look cool and act like the other boys doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. For sure. Um, I think what you're saying is totally true. That there are some people, there are some uh, some boys club out there, and there are some people that definitely don't want to change. And they enjoy uh, violating women. They enjoy sexual harassed women. They're misogynist by choice. And uh, they're sexist pigs, right? Uh, um, a, it's not a large percentage. It's a, not a, like a massive percentage, though. I work with some wonderful men. And I have worked with wonderful men. Yeah. Uh, but I'm saying, I'm saying, but there, there are the guys that are out there that are like that. And there's nothing you can really do to change them. No. So what, what I'm, I'm trying to understand is, is how, how, how can your coworkers help? You know, you hear a lot of times where females say, I mean, I've heard you guys say it, you say it, is like, you know, you didn't go and tell anybody about it. You know, you got cornered. And why is that? Why, why did you not? Why did you? There had to be somebody in that kitchen that you trusted. I mean, I know, Amy, if you ever fucking came to me and said somebody violated you or fucking put you in a fucking freezer or did anything wrong to you, somebody's getting fucking smoked after work. I mean, a fucking sap. I'm calling motherfuckers up there, and I ain't got to do nothing. You know, I got other people that I handle that shit. Robbie's always calling people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm not going back, dog. <laughs> so I'm saying, what you know, what what can be done? You know, how can so, how can so, how can somebody a cultural help? Problem with our country and the whole world. You know, people mm-hmm. will say like, oh, it's Latino culture, or oh, it's you know. But no, we have rape culture here in America, and that's the problem. It's the problem. It's like, and then kitchens happen to be that weird, gray, fuzzy safe space for people to act yeah, that way. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's a it's a problem. That's how we made, elected made okay. a president that could say oh, something oh, like oh, grab them there? by the pussy. Oh, we yeah, we go there. <laughs> you know, when yeah, you look at there. that, and when you get half of the country that believes in that, someone talking like that. But that's and not in a funny talk. way. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yes, I went sorry. there, and I'm sorry. We don't have to talk about politics know, or any of that. But that is the problem. Yeah, and that I I totally agree. I was I brought that up last week where it's like how are you, how are people supposed to know that that's not okay when you see it on television all the time, especially coming from the president of the United States, and you're like, well, he says it. Why can't I say it? But I mean, that's where you got to bring it down to the line where you're like, well, who am I as a person, and who do I want to be perceived as, and do I want to be perceived as a guy who is a misogynist? asshole at work all the time or do I want to be perceived as a guy who you know or as just whoever I am you know and so it all comes down to personal responsibility which is tough because a lot of people weren't raised properly a lot of people don't know how to look inward <laughs> yeah I mean, you they, know? they have no idea what that would even mean to, and if they to, do they get scared be introspective you know so it's it's a tough battle. It's definitely an uphill battle, but you know, I think in the in the next upcoming, you know, five, ten years, we might get to that point, you know, especially if we get some people in city council, you know, you were saying like Ethan Stoll wanted to be in city council, who know the industry inside and out and know what sort of things need to be fixed and that can fix it instead of people outside of the industry trying to fix an industry they know nothing about. Um so, I mean, it's all going to take time, unfortunately, but in the meantime, you know, we call upon our brothers to stop being fucking douchebags and, you know, step your game up. And if you want to be that guy who is cornering girls and walk-ins and uh, fucking, you know, freezers or whatever, uh, then, you know, you're probably going to get your ass kicked one of these days. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Have you Have you felt like, I mean, you're a chef, so obviously you've surpassed the point where you need promotion or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt that 
you have been passed up because uh, you're a woman. I know I've been paid less. Okay. I know, yeah. for a fact. That for a fact. I've, I have also that, been Well, we won't that. pay you that much because you're not a man, which is absurd. But you know, I've never been those words, but I've definitely but been we, paid less. <laughs> but it was, you know, but I, I've taken the job because I need it for the resume to keep going, you know, and to answer Robbie's question, why don't women say anything? I was told in my first year of cooking by a sous chef that this restaurant is so, or the, the restaurant industry is so dependent on reputation and who knows who. And if you start making a fuss about it, you will never get anywhere. So that's oh, why we don't too say aggressive. anything. I was told that I was too aggressive. Too aggressive. You're a bitch. You're scaring the, the cooks because they can't handle working around tough women. Well, fuck you, you know? Well, I guess that's where it comes down to like, right. you guys show your skills and you throw it down yes. in the kitchen and that's where, you know, people start to overlook that whole, like, she's a bitch, but damn, she bangs pans like no other. Like. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't <laughs> mind being a bitch. What about the, you know? so we've been talking about what you'd say to men, but what do we say to those women that are trying to get into this industry and, and aren't tough as nails, but are really good cooks? I mean... There, I've worked with some wonderfully sweet women that just can't handle the, and so does that mean they shouldn't be in the industry? No, not at all. Um, I don't know. I, I would hope not because I, a lot of the, a I lot mean, of, I don't know. A lot of younger women want to be in the industry and I think it, it'll take time for them to get, uh, not, I guess, used to what goes on and to build up that tough skin. Like a lot of us, even guys, when we start in the kitchen, we're not as tough as we are now, you know, like, let's just say pay and when I was starting to work at Luke when I was first starting to cook I asked for you know the minimum of minimums because I didn't think that I was worth that and now when I go into a restaurant I'm like I want this much and if they say we barter because there's you know there's there's level of worth um so it everything takes time and I would say in the beginning if you are a new female cook in the kitchen um don't be buddy buddy with everybody all the time, you know, make sure that they know that you're there to work and then you can move on to being buddy buddy because I mean, at the end of the day, it is still a job and you need to show that you're a professional and you can do things. It's not just a job though. It's a lifestyle. I mean, it for some, for some, for some, for some, it's a lifestyle. just ain't about that life. Yeah, it's true. You know what I'm saying? It for take, men and women. That's yeah. You know, it, I know. It has nothing to do with, yeah, with men and women, you know, some people just are not built to be in a, commercial kitchen. I agree with that. I totally agree with that. You know, mm -hmm. you got skills, go start a fucking baking company. I don't yeah, know. That's true. You can go work in a you test kitchen saying? and you'll be all good. Uh, you have, well, I think some women in the kitchen who are overly sensitive. And that you, is and true. You, and you know that you can't fucking say a dick joke around that girl. You know, there's also men out there that are like insanely sensitive as well. Like oh, that, yeah. that get <laughs> Chris. up over the most ridiculous things or anyway, you know. Remember Hugh? <laughs> Let's not talk about what you guys said because I'm Asian, so that's not cool. He, yeah, like, was that me? Who said that? That was the two of you. No, it was it was it was also Nick Suhara, <laughs> who's part Asian, who lives in Finland now. Yeah, uh, I know. Oh We're God, not going to talk about that. He ran away for a girl. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. But like, that's the thing. Is like sometimes those things situations happen where like somebody of a certain race or gender or whatever starts a joke, and then everyone starts saying the joke, and then somebody else on the outside gets offended, and you don't even realize it. Um, 
And then, you know, they get mad, you get talked to or whatever, and you're like, well, this is the industry. And then you're like, well, and also he started it. So, you know, it's like, it's like a he yeah. said, she said like sort a bunch of thing. Of babies. Well, yeah, exactly. We're all like, we're babies. all fucking children. Yeah. And that's the thing is, you know, we are all children who can drink and smoke. And, and we are all sensitive and emotional. <laughs> yeah. And any man who says that they oh, are not emotional anchors an emotion. I just, I oh, yeah. Just, you know? I just got, <laughs> I mean, I talked about crying last week. So <laughs> I almost cried twice online last week. <laughs> I almost stabbed a motherfucker. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but, I, I obviously think that it starts at the top. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? I agree. And if you set those standards at your restaurant and you let people know that is absolutely not tolerated in this kitchen, any type of behavior that way, you'll be fucking gone. You know, I've worked at places where they say, we got quiet kitchens, motherfucker. You can't talk. And then mm-hmm. you just kept talking. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I mean, Johnny I don't know. remembers that. I don't know how I get away with some shit sometimes. I don't know. Because, I, because you're because big. You, yeah, you're big and you beat it into people until they're like, I'm done. I'm not going to fight it because I know it's not going to Also known as a bully. I get called a bully a lot. Yeah, a lot. But I don't, I don't think I But I agree with you, Robbie. Like, it does start from the top. And I also think that if you're going to, especially if you're going to be like a head chef or if you're going to run and own a restaurant and you give those people the employee handbook that talks about sexual harassment and the things that can happen um, you need to make sure that you're testing those people on what they know I know half the time when I get an employee handbook I don't read it I didn't I, I don't think I've had an employee handbook at a job in, really like ever almost maybe? every job I have is giving me a handbook and I'm like oh it goes through the same shit don't say this don't do that like it's fine but there have been times where I've worked at places and they'll ask me questions about the employee handbook and then I sit there like a deer in headlights you know what I'm saying and then they're like all right so are you taking this job seriously now and that's how you kind of figure out people who actually want to be there and people who are there for paychecks and the people who want to be there most of the time will have a better uh, professionality up to them and will probably be a little bit more smart with their decisions, especially. It's too bad they're so few and far between right now. No, it's yeah, I know. It's, it's definitely tough. And so, but it, it it's tough because you guys feel like you can't go to upper management and tell them something without it being brought down and reprimanded. And so we need to make sure that those things are happening, um, whether or not it's like you being the squeaky wheel, always being like, okay, so are you gonna talk to this person? Like, it, it's okay to say names, name names, drop drop dimes on people, like be a snitch, please. Because in this industry, if you're, you're outcasted, yeah, if you, well, fuck that shit. If you got better skills and you're being consistently berated by somebody, you you get but that sometimes shit. quality of life is more important than, I mean, working in a on a line where no one's speaking to you and it is they make it miserable and it may not be sexual harassment but they make it miserable i don't know if anybody else has experienced that i worked with a guy that would take my mees out and dump it in the trash Mm -hmm, i've had that happen and fuck with all my shit all the time motherfuckers would die yeah, and see, I, that's, that's why I can't would, speak on this because I've never experienced this. Neither can tongs. I. This is in my first two years. As yeah, this is back when yeah, it was is, the same he problem. He would click his tongs in my ear when I was busy. And one day I threw my shit on the ground and I told him to fight me. And he wouldn't, of course. Obviously. You know. And then we were totally fine after that. So sometimes you just have to pull your dick out. I don't know. You know, yeah. like, I mean, it really is. Crazy, it is a, it is know? a dick fight show. Me. It's like, who has a bigger dick? And most of the time, girls have a So come on, you yeah, I mean, I don't know if I've really, really went at it with a female at work before. You, with me. You did. Me, 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 You did. No, we you never. You tried to fight me. No way. Robbie tries to fight everybody. I know. Though. So it's well, not I mean, like special. I, I mean, I've, I've always <laughs> said, you know, you're not my friend unless we, you know, I've punched in the face before. I mean, that happens. We argue. A lot. But that's at work, though. 
So everything at work, I, I usually keep that in work. And then outside of work, you know, it's just not the same. I know. We're like the best of friends. Well, there's plenty yeah. of the guys out there that dance and, you know. Yeah. There's plenty of guys out there that do exactly that. They're like such assholes at work. I mean, like unbearable to work with. And then they leave the restaurant and they're like sweet and Nicest kind guys. and wonderful. And well, a lot of like, people what feel, happens to you? A lot of people feel like that's their, their kind of, I guess, therapy where they can be whoever they want to be and not get in trouble for it. And so they just do whatever they want. you know, I used to be like that a lot. And recently, you know, just this past year, I've realized the types of things that I say and that I do towards people and how it can come off as me being something that I'm not. And so... It's, it's just really tough because the kitchen breeds that sort of mentality where it's like, it's okay to to say things and do things. Like I remember having a chef put, you know, fucking ladle in a fryer and then cut my balls with it. Yeah, and, and, yeah. I've heard that. <laughs> it's like, that's not necessarily sexual harassment. If you, I mean, I guess it is. You can call it hazing or whatever it is, but it's definitely uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and on many different levels. But, you know, that's the sort, you know, and then, but, that's the sort of things like we had what's his face he was an ex stripper or so he said and he would like grind on you and twerk on you all the time Alex yeah, Alex. yeah. <laughs> he was the best twerker I've ever seen though Big, better than Big Frida uh, <laughs> but yeah like and but then outside of work you know I mean actually he was the same way outside of work yeah. if he was inside of work <laughs> so that's a bad example yeah I, I, I mean I, I don't know I'm just I'm just confused as to how you know what how how, how people can can help change the the way it is i mean that's what i'm confused about this whole story that she wrote where she's uh uh having these uh, groups of people come and they talk about the situations like how 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 can we make how can we make this change well like, what can we you know, do she what does she do she posts on twitter and she you know puts companies on blast she for treating women like shit you know i think that's a big start being a female chef and saying like this is wrong i won't allow this in my restaurant I would hope, Johnny, when you, you know, get your next chef job that when you that? wouldn't tolerate that shit. You know? No, I don't tolerate it now. So <laughs> we all good there. No, I definitely think accountability is something that's, that's, yeah, it's definitely that's accountability. lacking in this industry. But it's tough. Shit it's, rolls downhill. It does roll downhill, but it's definitely tough because especially when you're putting specific people on blast, you know, you're kind of, you are definitely blacklisting yourself for certain areas. So, it, mm-hmm. I mean, as you were saying, how do you how do you as a line cook? How are you able to do this? Because if you're a sous chef and a chef, you've already proved your chops. You've already proved that you can do this. Um, And you kind of have more of a standing with the industry. But when you're new to this, a lot of people are just going to look over you at that point. So that's where, like, I want to know, like, what can we do as a community to help those people out? Because there's a lot of people in this industry that when they do try to do that, they they yeah, they definitely get the shade. It comes down to the individual, doesn't it? I mean, it's really about the individual line cooks out there that treat women that way. They're the ones that need to change, not the companies. It's not, it's, it's the actual people that are on the line have every, an every day. Process. You know? I think that it also comes down to uh, the industry being short on people. Yeah, you can't uh, fire anyone right now. Well, there's too many restaurants. <laughs> yeah, it's like people need to stop opening 12, 13 restaurants. And so it's yeah, and so it's like if somebody does that, it's 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 looked at, it's um, you know grazed over. 
You know, that it's just, you know, you try to, they, what they'll do is they'll just schedule, not schedule those two people on the same, same day. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Like that fixes the problem. Well, I mean, I told, on the last episode, I told, uh, I told him a story at a, uh, I have a friend of mine who works at a corporate restaurant, very popular, uh, corporate restaurant here. And he has been, um, he's a sous chef. Um, he has been you know, had uh, sexual harassment accusations against him multiple times at multiple different restaurants. And he gets moved with within the, the company to another restaurant. Now he's been demoted and sent to another restaurant, but then something happens and he gets moved to another restaurant and, and whatever position's open. If it's a line cook, if it's a prep shift, uh, or if it's a sous chef position, they just move him to a different restaurant and nothing ever happens. And so they tell the girl, whether it be a front of the house server or a pastry chef in the back, that the situation's been dealt with. But it's not. He's just being moved around to a different company, to, and it happens again. Well, and that just teaches the the men around him too that that's okay. That's okay, yeah. And they're subordinates. You know, right. he's a he's a, a leader. He's a boss. And then they all think it's fucking funny. Right. And then they probably joke about it and it becomes, yeah. Well, that's what you I joke about it. it I mean, I, no, I mean, I go to him and I go, what the fuck, dude? Are you fucking serious, dude? And you did it. It happened again. And then I talk to his boss, who's the executive chef. And I go, why the fuck does he still have a job here? And he goes, yo, that's my man's man. I've been cooking with him forever. You know, what am I supposed to do? But that comes back to the boys club thing. That is, that is it. And the hierarchy. I mean, one thing we didn't really touch on is, you know, the sexual harassment directed towards female servers um, from the kitchen. Oh, oh that's like, that was one comment that I saw mm-hmm. in your little thread was like Cook saying like, oh, she's lucky she's that hot or else I wouldn't do this or, you know, like things like that. And, you know, I mean, I've definitely thought it. I've definitely. <laughs> Why are you laughing, I've, Robbie? I've said it Why and I've heard it. Because, you know. Because that's just funny and it's true. But see, no. that's that right there. The uh, fact that you find that so funny is why it's still a problem. I, no, no, is no. it because it, you think it's 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 I don't amusing? Do it. and I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying. Do it. I'm not pinpointing you. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. like there is there is a sense of oh, if we laugh about it, it's not that big a deal. But that girl goes home and has to deal with that. And then come back to the next day and have to deal with it again with all those boys. And she can't do anything because she's a server. Okay, but hold on. So And then her GM is probably a pervert. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Man, I don't know. Let's not get into that. We're not getting uh, into that. But see, that's a contradiction, right, that you spoke about earlier. Let's say you use your feminine qualities to, to, to right. get things your way, right? And so when a server forgets to put in an order, right? And they come through the line and they go, oh, my God, I forgot to put this in. You know, it's 15 minutes ago and it's like a five top or something like that. And they're all cute and they come up and use their feminine ways to get the kitchen to bust their ass and move for them. So but that that negates that sexual well, harassment when, is wrong. Then? No, 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 no. But when the then the kitchen in the back of the house make these fucked up comments about that server because they're coming through their twirling their hair. And being all super extra cute and flirting with them to get, you know, their way and get something done when they know they fucked up. And you should just come and say, hey, I fucked up. And that's what I say when I laugh about it, when I was laughing about it, because that shit happens all the fucking time when they come through. Or I'm so hungry. Yeah. Well, there's also. I'm so, oh, my God, I'm starting. My table sucks so bad out there. There's also a, a line. And then you get your fucking. And then 
that's when that's when you really see the females in the back of the house get pissed off is when a front of the house fucking server comes through there and starts acting like okay that. well we shouldn't do front versus back because then it gets real <laughs> ugly no it does but I, I mean there's one last thing to say is like that's that's one of the unfortunate things about that line is that in the front of the house I feel like sometimes competence is uh, stricken for looks like they're like all right you look good you're gonna make us money so you can be out here but they're not a good server male and female you know Um, but in the kitchen it's different because if you're gonna work in the kitchen you have to bust chops because you're only as good as the person next to you um or else the food you know the the food fails and so i mean i wish we could get a female server and a male server on here so we could talk about uh, this because it's like there is i mean unfortunately i'm sure you guys know some (laughs) they're they're definitely terrified but i I wanted to handle i wanted to handle the back of the house queens first well yeah but i mean there's definitely that divide and i mean as as much as people say like we're all a family it's like no there's definitely divide most people in the kitchen use this as a profession for the rest of their lives and the front of the house there are those people who do use this as a profession but most of the times it's college students who are trying to make a little bit of extra cash and they don't treat it as seriously well and unfortunately until the pay is more equal there's going to be a divide even if it was all professionals the pay is so uneven that it's ridiculous that's what we're talking about on uh, next week's episode of Girl, How Long Steak, <laughs> Mister, is... Uh, it's I, It killed, dog. I di- it's dead. What? The steak. I thought you were call- giving me a call. <laughs> 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 no. Which, which is worse? Which, in your guys' opinion, and I know, I don't know if you guys have ever served before, which is worse? The sexual harassment on in the back of the house or the front of the house? Mm, uh, back of the house only because it's not seen. There's, there's the, at least for me, I, and I have served... I gave I, I I switched for about a year because it was traitor. I needed to There's make a traitor a bucks does. Actually, I still we've all done it. it but yeah, yeah, I've served too. The, well, in the place that I was serving at, actually, there was never any sexual harassment. It was a wonderful place. But um, the I would say the at least visually from our point of view, that there's no there's a wall there that the, there's no physical way for them to sexual harass them. Whereas in the kitchen there is a physical, and and for me that that seemed worse. But maybe that's not true for everyone. I was gonna say it's worse in the back of the house because um, you have to deal with the same people every day, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can't get away. And, and for hours, yeah, and you can't get line. away. And, yeah. and in the front of the house, it's like. You know, you don't work with the people in the front of the house every day unless it's your manager, your upper management, but or your customers. You know, you only got to deal with them for those. But what about know? those Sexual creepy, what about those creepy cooks that, that stalk the servers? Like they're like, oh, let's go get a drink or I'm just going to follow you to this bar all the time and yeah. all that stuff. I know so many cooks that have done that and to that's servers. that's why you have uh, knife and mace and all that <laughs> shit. Bear mace. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I'm just it's definitely a, it's a tough topic to talk about, and to you know, I mean, if obviously we we're, we're not going to come to a conclusion. Oh, great! Hey, let's bring it, bring it, Keith. <laughs> Keith's here. We're, Keith's here. You know, but uh, for I mean, I think we should leave it on a note for all of our listeners for the things that they can do and um, things that they can say to, I guess, you know, try and help this industry move forward in this direction because obviously it's it's going to take everybody and it's going to take a lot of time. That's very true. Yeah. All right, uh, Amy. Uh, what's one last thing that you would like to impart on your young, impressionable female up and comers that may listen to the show or their uh, counterparts, the males? You know, what's something that you can impart on them about um, 
you know, being a leader yourself, what, what's something that you could, you, some words you could give them to make them understand? How many times you could say that? <laughs> I don't know. Just fucking say it. I think if you find yourself in the situation where, you know, you are getting harassed or abused or, you know, snapped with towels and it's leaving welts on you, I know that happens, you know, or burned or, you know, locked in the freezer, find a kitchen with a female chef. The first chef I worked for was female. And it, you know, too. and too. at one point, most of our kitchen was, and it was the best, calmest kitchen I've ever worked in. If it, if you can't work in a place that has like nineteen dudes that are all harassing you, then don't do it. I definitely think that female chefs are harder to work for than ma- than, than male chefs, and I think it's because they get down to brass tacks, and if they're not part of the boys' club, that you're there to work. And that's all they care about. They don't care about popularity. They don't care about if they're looked like as being cool. You know, they just expect you to come in there and do your job and they look at you equally. You know, uh, I, I prefer working for female chefs. It's just me. I've only worked for one female chef that. and she was all down for the boys club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're down. They can laugh and they can play around. But when it's time to get serious, they get serious. And, and it's not and like and when your female chef yells at you, it's more of like this scolding. And they're like disappointed in like your mom. <laughs> and, but then when it's a male chef, it's like a fuck. It's a. You know, whip out your dicks. Whose dick is bigger? And it's like, I really, really got respect for my head chefs who like take you under their wing. You know, and they they treat you like a son or a cousin or a nephew, and they just want to. Chefs be- are too busy these days, opening up too many restaurants. So, yeah, it's unfortunate. All right, Ellie, what do you got for us? Um, I mean, we're we're talking words of wisdom for the the right. Uh, I would say that. For girls to not to be scared to ask for what's appropriate for the from the people around them and from their bosses, and that goes for money. I mean, don't don't be scared to ask or demand what you deserve. Exactly. And and women are so scared to do that. Um, yeah, stand up for yourself. Okay, Johnny, you got anything I, for the ladies? Yeah, I mean, it's something that is, uh, you know everything I talk about has to do with race. So. <laughs> I don't know. The only thing that I that I, that I find hard sometimes, and that I, I like would like to be helped with, is um, when there's that line, and you start getting to that line. There needs to be a clear cut. Um, somebody tells you like that is not okay, uh, because sometimes a girl will do that to you, and it's okay. But if you do that back to that same girl, it's it's looked down upon. And and I sometimes have a, a hard time, you know, mm. seeing that line. So and I cross it sometimes, but. Well, it's all in, you know, good fun. And I don't really, and I, I feel bad. I've had many a, a conversations with women. Like, I, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I did not mean to offend you. I did not mean to. Amy, you know that was an accident. I know. I, know. <laughs> I might have enjoyed it, but. Jesus Christ. It was an accident. Well, yeah, and I just have to, I want to end it with, you know, I give, I want to call out all the male head chefs and owners to, you know, hold people accountable and responsible and to not let this shit slide and get swept under the, the rug because it all starts with you guys. Um, so, you know, you got to be attentive and make sure that you're actually making sure everybody does feel welcome in your kitchen. Doesn't matter race, creed or, you know, sexual orientation or anything. You, you as a leader, you need to make sure that the kitchen is a safe place for everybody. Um, otherwise, you're only going to get shit cooks. 
is it willing to say, are, are you willing to sacrifice like hours or are you working extra hours if it means getting rid of that piece of shit in the fucking kitchen? I yes. just, I mean, that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's what I'm always with. I always did that. And I've heard other chefs go like, well, do you want to fucking work in two extra fucking days? We need that motherfucker on the line. And I'm like, if I'm paid hourly, yes. They're not going to pay you. <laughs> They're not going to pay you. They're not going to give you your overtime. You know, you, you're not getting that overtime hours, man. And that's when you sue. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, Keith. Keith yeah. is here. Queef Boogie. Do you got anything to say? Do you wanna do you wanna impart any wisdom or you got an opinion? He's smoking the Delson actor. Yelling for it because that thing doesn't turn that far. This smells so good. I haven't so long. <laughs> um, I think for me at least, when it comes to women in the kitchen, it's always been try and be respectful. And if you're told to shut the fuck up because you crossed the line, shut the fuck up because you crossed the line. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. That's going to bring us to the end of episode 61 of Grill. How long steak, mister? I already told you it's dead. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Chef. <laughs> She's running the window, bitch. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Amy, anything you want to plug or your social medias or anything like nope, that? Not this time. I want to thank you so much for coming. I told you that I needed you. and. Uh, you delivered. I love you. No. She was like, I was I trying like to. You too. I was trying to. <laughs> She's I like. Married. I like you a little bit. How is your husband? I haven't seen him in a long great. time. Looks good. Big and stern looking. Yeah. He was a rough, rough and rugged rough, man. Rugged. If I liked man, if I liked man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, he probably wouldn't be my type. You know what I'm saying? But, um, Ellie, it was wonderful meeting you. Thank you so much for coming. Yes, Anything you, you want so to plug? Do you want? No, you, no, is I your, got is your, gram, is your gram popping off? What's up? You heavy on the Twitter? <laughs> you got the IG? No, you got, you got, I don't have anything. I'm nothing. Got, got that gram? No? Uh, yeah, actually, I do have Instagram, but I don't know people. People don't need to. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. It's like I post things about my life on there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for the show, uh, our social media is going to be uh, Grill How Long Stick Mister at Instagram and Facebook. Um, I think we're up to 500 likes on Facebook. Yeah, I I put a blast on everybody on my page. Um, yeah, we're gonna be at how long steak or no at is it yeah at how long steak mister yeah. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, the email is gonna be uh how long steak mister at uh, gmail.com. That's Mister M R. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram at uh, Bobby Stills and uh, Johnny. What's yours? Uh, Johnny Tsunami. Yeah, keep those. Uh, I don't know questions and stuff. Uh, Michael, we're gonna have some. We're gonna have a couple of our fans on the show because they're always wanting to talk about bullshit. They always say their opinion. I'm like, we'll just Skype you in. <laughs> Anything else, Johnny? Nope. Just stay up, Seattle. Stay woke. Stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> don't sleep on these fools. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Grill. How long steak, Mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch.